Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I have a new issue on this program. Capping the number of federal employees. That's going to be my thing going forward. If in 1929, the Congress to vote to cap itself at 435 members versus one per 30,000 citizens, which is what the Constitution calls for, we can cap the size of the federal government. Because what we have happening right now, if you think about it, the executive branch is too heavy. It's too powerful. It is largely broken free of its constitutional constraints and saying, well, Congress has oversight. Whoop-de-doo. You have one official elected to run the executive branch who has literally millions of employees under his control or in the future one day her control. There are only 435 members of the Congress. I guarantee you this. If you sat down Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, and Donald Trump, they would not be able to fully articulate a full map of the activities of the federal government, the executive branch. Now, you saw this horrific train derailment in Ohio. I don't see anyone changing their profile pics to a flag, the state flag of Ohio. Hell, these people haven't even really concerned themselves with the earthquake in Turkey because they weren't told to by MSNBC. But we have more important stuff to do on this program than a recap of a football game. That one came to me when I was jogging yesterday. The best stuff that I talk about on this program comes to me. I don't wear earbuds. I don't wear headphones. I just let my mind wander. And it occurred to me something. It occurred to me one of the problems. Congress has deferred so much of its authority to the executive branch, or what we sometimes call delegation or non-delegation doctrine, meaning the Congress can't just give away its legislative authority to another branch of government, which is why originalist conservatives reject the notion that the Supreme Court can make laws. That's not the constitutional order. But in essence, where a piece of legislation might not make it through the House and the Senate, executive branch rulemaking within federal agencies has become the standard. And when you have armies of bureaucrats and lawyers, it's not whether or not the federal government is properly exercising its authority. It's whether or not those on the receiving end of that authority have the resources and the wherewithal to continue a prolonged challenge to that authority. So let me be honest with you, and I'm, we're going to get into Biden's reorganization of navigable water rules, that if the federal government comes onto your private property and you have an irrigation pond or a private lake or whatever it is, a wetland, and the federal government says that's a navigable water. You think, navigable? You can't navigate here. doesn't matter. They called it navigable waters, and they're going to regulate from the federal government your property. How many people have the ability to really stand up to the federal government at that point? Most people don't. They just don't. That's not how the Constitution provides power to the executive branch to simply make rules and enforce them. And what Congress has done in its abdication is created federal agencies then kind of turned a blind eye to how they regulate we the people. Wintick 695 Patriot 9572874. Now the critics would say, well, then the federal government can't provide the full range of services. Well, okay, fine, too bad then. That's why we have a 10th Amendment. 
We have enumerated powers for the federal government that they are not permitted constitutionally from going beyond, but they do into the realm of health care, education, housing, retirement. None of these things are prescribed as federal powers, but yet there they are. And if you don't like the way your Social Security is structured, there's not a lot you can do about it. So we need to cap the number of people that work for the federal government and force them to stay within the mission statements of their, their, their federal agencies. I mean, how does the FBI, how does the federal government have the time to go around intimidating and surveilling parents who speak out at school board meetings? Is there a federal law that's being violated? Well, Andrew, they're making, they're making threats against elected officials. Yeah, at the local level. And the last time I checked, there were municipal police, county police, elected sheriffs, state police. There are state courts. The last time I checked, there was a government to address that. But somehow, the federal government has all the time in the world to chase around moms and dads. The federal government found every single human being that was in and around the Capitol on January 6, 2021. Meanwhile now, one by one, Chinese balloons are descending from the heavens into the United States. And bizarrely, the United States Air Force is shooting down balloons over Canada. Does Canada not have air defense? Does Canada not have an air force? Does Canada not own any planes capable of shooting down? Now I understand, NATO. But you know that old saying about why Canada could afford its single-payer health care? They don't need an air force. They have ours. Because we would never let the Russians invade Canada or any other nation invade Mexico because they're our neighbors and we don't want them on our border. But where the hell's Joe Biden been? I saw on social media Jill Biden parading around in a Eagles jersey. My first thought was, uh, get out of my Van Halen shirt before you jinx the band and they break up. Wait, the Eagles didn't win last night, did they? No? <laughs> you mean Jill Biden wore one of their jerseys and they lost? <laughs> Boy, you people in Philadelphia must be really happy about this. I mean, Philadelphia is known as the city of brotherly love and good sportsmanship. You guys must be taking this really well. Weinzick 695 Patriot 9572874. The media is not discussing this train derailment that is spewing chemicals here, there, and everywhere. As a matter of fact, a reporter for News Nation was actually arrested for filming at what was supposed to be a press conference and taken into custody. Do you remember DeMar Hamilton? Hamlin, 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 Hamlin. You know I don't know this stuff. When he was rushed to the hospital, federal agents secured the building. Why? I know it's the National Football League, but that has nothing to do with the federal government. Why do they need federal agents to secure that building? And I also saw on uh, social media a nice picture of his... Uh, jacket, I guess, that is uh, very insulting to people of the Christian faith, and you guys probably prayed for him. But that being said, the federal government secured the hospital where DeMar Hamlin was taken. Why? Why are journalists being arrested for attempting to get information on this train derailment? 
I'm looking at the video of Evan Lambert, who appears to, at least from what I'm seeing in this video, be a man of color. I don't know if he's black. Being taken to the ground, cuffed, and perp-walked out of the press conference. We're not talking about this. The mainstream media is not talking about this train derailment. People are being evacuated. Animals within a 100-mile radius are dying from the poison spewing out from these train cars. This was supposed to be a controlled demolition. In other words, the government screwed up. Remember that thing called the the Gold King Mine Spill? Also the government. Wynetic 695-PATRIOT-957-2874. Coming up a little bit later on the program, Robert Malone is going to join us. As in the, I invented the mRNA vaccine. Robert Malone, who wasn't allowed to speak about mRNA vaccines. You know who was? You know who was not shut down on Twitter? Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Nye the Science Guy. So my first, my first point to Dr. Malone is going to be this. I want you to start talking about black holes and the hydraulics, the hydraulic systems used to land commercial airliners. And when Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Nye the Science Guy push back on what you say, I want them kicked off of Twitter. So actual experts in the field of vaccine science were not allowed to talk, but mechanical engineers and astrophysicists were. That makes perfect sense. If I want to know about black holes and shooting stars, I'll ask Neil deGrasse Tyson. If I want to learn more about hydraulic equipment, I'll ask Bill Nye the Science Guy. When I want to ask about vaccines, I want to talk to Robert Malone. We're right there wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.